right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts, I'm D, and this is Taco Boy AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 8, The Butchers of Bosnia, Introduction Episode. We're in the Spick and Span studio, so strap in and find us on Instagram, at Points O Pressure. Get ready. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. See, I thought you were going to go for Taco Muncher, AJ, but that's what I was hoping you would say. Well, initially I had clean laundry, AJ, because for the drying. first time, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, for the first time. For the first time I've since seen Since I started nursing school. Next to the washing machine. Hell yeah. Uh, no, um, see, I, I was watching my favorite podcast that I'm not going to name off. And pressure points. Besides <laughs> pressure points. And- they always eat in the microphone, so I thought you guys would oh, like that. No. I'm not going to do that, but I, so I am going to be eating. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No uh, worries. Yeah. How was your week? Don't make... Oh, God. This week... Was it rough? I, I don't remember. It go by pretty quick? I guess it... Yeah, it went by really quick. It was weird because it was the end... It's, it's kind of midterms. It was the eight-week mark, and we do 16-week semesters... But some of the classes only go for eight weeks. Okay. So one of them just ended. So midterm slash end term. Yeah. So half and half. I Ooh. passed my maternal newborn, which we talked about last week. And then we're starting peds. I got to study for that test. Got a clinical tomorrow. Oh, fuck. At a long-term care facility for pediatric patients. So that's oh, going to be fun. Uh, And so that class ended. It was one of, like, informatics or whatever. One of those just to get the bachelor degree classes. Uh-huh. And I took a gamble. I did so there were two very large assignments each worth 20% of the grade. Uh one was 4 weeks ago, it was a PowerPoint. Aced it. I only lost like 6 points out of 215. Ooh. And then I did a paper that I turned in and that was kind of like the end of term assignment. And then you had to do discussion posts and they're kind of like attendance, but if you do other things those count as attendance. It's kind of like a filler. Okay. And the last one, so the last week, I did not do, like, you're supposed to write a post and then reply to other people. Didn't reply to anybody, so I got, like, 50% on that grade. <laughs> such and I was a like, stupid way of, it really is. Like, every time so you've told dumb. me about that, I'm like, it's that's so, so fucking stupid. dumb. The whole thing comes from studies about how... Learning is better when you're discussing it with other people, yeah, and the only way to facilitate that, it's more, apparently... more engaging, apparently. Yeah, but it isn't, because yeah. it's literally it's the dumbest shit that I don't ever think about, and none of the conversations are genuine and go beyond one reply. <laughs> but So the last week, the only assignment is that discussion. And I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm looking through, and it ends on Wednesday, the class. So on, on Sunday, look through, my paper wasn't graded yet. And I was like, if I do like really bad on this paper, I'll have to do this discussion post. Monday, paper hasn't been graded. Tuesday, paper hasn't been graded. Uh-oh. Wednesday morning, paper hasn't been graded. And I say, fuck it, I'm not going to do the dumbass discussion post. Yeah. Because it's like, discuss two things that you learned in this course, 
and how they impact nursing as a whole. And I'm like, God damn, I know about this topic because I had to go through this class, but I don't need to outline it to you. Yeah. This is so stupid. So I don't do it. I get the grade on Thursday after the class has ended, and I lost like five points right, out of another 260 or something. So, hell yeah, I passed. Fuck passed that class. Fuck your stupid, stupid teaching styles. Yeah, and then yeah, got another test this week. We'll see. You got it. If you I'm going this. to pass this mental health class, has nothing to do with the content. <laughs> I know I'm 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 good at it, but. Let's just say some of the uh, leading figures in this class are more the subject of the class than teaching it. Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> Spill that tea, AJ. Well, I don't know. I know some of my classmates listen to this, actually. But, oh. <laughs> but let's just say someone whose official title starts with professor <laughs> is a little <laughs> wacky. little... A little autistic. Not artistic. Quite. Artistic, yeah. We did do arts and crafts for <laughs> Anxiety Day. He's autistic for mental health. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been fun. How's your week been? Uh, it's been really good. I have officially cracked the case on how to get away with doing my work at the start of my shift and nothing for the rest of my shift. Hell yeah. So it's been it's been good. I don't think I should continue doing it. It's my paranoia talking. It's like stop it. They're gonna catch you. You got a good thing going. Don't fuck this up. So we'll see. We'll keep gauging it. But uh, I got like a huge congratulations email that was like, "Oh, you're fucking killing it. Your quality's so good." I'm like, "Bro, I'm not doing anything for six hours of my day, dude." My so it's yeah. been it's been good. So because of school, I have to do a regular full shift on Saturday as well. <clears throat> and on the Saturday shift, for the first months, for the first four hours, I do stuff. Uh-huh. And then, so how my my work is tracked is we close out these activities that we do when we've completed them. So I'll do like half of my daily quota just immediately and close them out. Then I'll do the other half. Complete them, but I won't sit. close them. That's what I do. Too. <laughs> and then, and then at the end of the day, ten minutes before I clock out, I go and I close all of them at once. And my excuse is, oh well, I I track it. I keep track of what I'm doing. Yeah, I just, but you know, I don't I don't want to break the flow and it stop. Helps, and it helps with my mental health. At it helps the end me of the track day, it. Being able to click complete, complete, yeah, complete, yeah, complete helps me feel like my day is completed, yeah. is done, and I can transition into my regular, you oh. know, life. After this, you gotta remind me to tell you about my new dead coworker. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to talk I about can't, that. On? I don't. I think it's a little, a little too sensitive and kind of, kind of dumpy. Okay, okay. I'll um, talk about it. No, after, no. Yeah. How about this? How about this? We'll be right back. You yeah. weren't lying. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's. Shit. Uh, that that's a dead coworker right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh to lead into this episode, um I obviously this is connected to uh Yugoslavia's really fucking bad breakup episode from season 5. Um I've wanted to talk about the butchers of Bosnia. Um mind you, 
initially I called him the beast of Bosnia in that episode. Uh, Radovan Karadzic. Rad boy Crotchet. Yeah, yeah. Rad boy Crotchet. Uh, Karadzic. Um, I talked about him very, very briefly, but this isn't, it's not going to be a really like big, exciting, crazy moment episode. Uh, strictly because I plan on this being about a five part series. Yeah, this um, is we're pouring the concrete, the foundation. Yeah, th- <laughs> like uh I talked like we had talked about before, uh the episode on Yugoslavia and the Yugoslavian civil war, the genocide, everything that happened, I kind of like it was informative and it was really I I thought I put it out very very well, but a, there was so much detail that didn't go into it. Um there are events that are just monumental to history in the 90s um and what serbians went through what uh bosniak muslims went through what croatians went through like it's it is fucking huge and the uh, in, in us like education a, system does not touch it yeah in like a 4 year time span things got fucking crazy over there and i mean even after it's it's carried over for 30 years now where there's still bosniak muslims who are like yeah i fear for my life from serbians in in yugoslavia and it's it's fucking crazy so i sat down today i was like i'm gonna do the episode and i started with um ratko and uh I got to like the first big event and just went to the the Wikipedia just so I could like grace over it and it was like fucking 15 it's sections tough. long. I was like, oh, "Okay. How else do I want to do this?" Cuz originally I'd like written out like a little outline for him. I was like, "Okay, he he took part in this and this and this." And here's, like, a quote of somebody that went back to uh, one of the sites after. Like, I watched a little 30-minute BBC documentary on it. I went all in. Dang. And I realized that, like, it's so much fucking, like, it's so much bigger and so much more important than just one episode can handle. Um, The way that I explained it to AJ is that me talking about uh, Ratko and Radovan. Rat boy and Rat yeah, boy. Yeah, Rat and Rad. Um, <laughs> talking about them and their involvement in the Yugoslavian crisis in one episode would basically be like me sitting down and being like, okay, so there were these two guys, Hitler and Himmler, which it's <laughs> odd that they have similar names and these two have similar names. Yeah, interestingly enough. Uh, the, the consistencies and like... Like the synchronicities in this are actually pretty funny uh, yeah. when we get to them. Uh, but I was like, you can't just do one fucking episode of their involvement in World War Two. No, it, there's yeah. so much more. They, like, that's basically half our podcast is yeah, just them. Yeah, every other episode is on those <laughs> yeah. two. Like every AJ episode, just about yeah, is related to those we've two. Become uh, a Jewish genocide podcast. And uh, Bosniak Muslim Croatian genocide podcast. That's what we've become That's now. That's really it. Um, we cover we cover from 1937 to 1945 and 1991 to 1995. Yeah, those, those are the, <laughs> the two main dates. Uh, 
But yeah, so it's huge. And if you don't like this subject, probably skip the next episode in a couple of weeks, I guess. Um, we'll warn I plan you. On, yeah, I It'll plan be very on doing, obvious. Um, like, it's not going to be like my regular two-parters where it was the very next episode follows this up perfectly. It's going to be AJ will do his thing. And then I'll do the next episode on this. And then AJ will do his thing. And then maybe I'll skip a week and I'll talk about a fucking random heist. And I'll get back to it. But this will be a pretty long fucking series series of episodes. Uh, And it's all fucking crazy content. So bear with me. Like I said, this first one, it's going to be a little bit boring. It's just backgrounds really but it'll be interesting uh so uh in 1945 i'm gonna start with uh radovan 1945 hell yeah yeah Yeah, i know he was born he was yeah on the eve (laughs) at at the moment hitler killed himself (laughs) he was born born. so 1945 in the uh, republic of montenegro in yugoslavia uh radovan was born and he oh, was, he was born that Yeah, oh yeah, he God. was, 100%. Okay, so, he, yeah, Hitler's spirit manifested this into this baby. Mind <laughs> you, he was born, uh, he and Ratko were both born into uh, a Nazi-occupied Croatia, Montenegro. Damn, I shit you not. what a time to be I'll born. talk about it later, but no, yeah. No, that makes like, sense. Yeah, they, they would be. Yeah, so uh, Radovan's father was a cobbler. And his mother was a, a peasant. Not wait, the, is that a job? <laughs> I guess is so. being a peasant a job? My favorite was that's what it listed on the wiki was it was like his dad was a cobbler, mother was a peasant. It's like fuck? okay, whatever. I had to throw it in there. So God, that, that's like you go to Beck's <laughs> Wikipedia pages. Father was an actor and mother was homeless. It's like what? <laughs> oh, oh, that's God. so weird. God, sometimes. That website has some it's weird fucking shit. Great. I love it. So uh, he grew up pretty much well fatherless uh, for the very early yeah, too part busy of his making life. Shoes. No, uh, his so Papa had actually Papa been a, Rat. Yeah, <laughs> Papa Rat had been arrested by the post World War communists uh, for being a part of the Yugoslavian army, which was working under. A government which had been exiled, which was the Italian fascists who had basically taken over Croatia, Montenegro, most of Yugoslavia. In 1945, during World War II, I think I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, um, Yugoslavia was separated. And then in 1945, they all came back together for to become Yugoslavia. And then, like I had said, in 1992 was when... Basically, all of the countries, Croatia, Yugoslavia, Bosnia, or not, sorry, Croatia, uh, fucking Republic of Montenegro, uh, Bosnia of Herzegovina, or Herzegovina, uh, and Serbia all ended up separating yeah, and seeking they split independence. Up. Yeah. So it's funny that, like, within 50 years, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to what the Nazis originally wanted, which is us, oh, us to be separated. Um, and surprisingly for pretty much all the same fucking reason. Uh, so yeah, like I said, his dad had been arrested for working 
under like working with a government that was fascist and the communists were like go to fucking jail <laughs> nice uh that 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 seems very fascist of them i'm just gonna <laughs> gonna say <laughs> uh so radovan ended up like i said he grew up pretty much well without a dad i think he had a couple siblings his mom raised him uh she was kind of didn't here really and bring there. in a lot of yeah, money for yeah, some reason with her yeah, profession. She's a bit of a peasant. Professor. Yeah, yeah. What what I would call a fucking peasant. <laughs> um and surprisingly enough, Radovan ended up studying psychiatry at the University of Sarajevo in nineteen sixty, which is big for someone who grew up without a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Uh dude grew up in a very rough situation. What you mean? Nineteen forty-five. Nineteen forty-five. Yugoslavia. Yeah. That, that, uh, no, no. That's that's fine. That's a that's what like Chicago now. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, now, next, right here. This is my favorite synchronicity with with Hitler and World War II. He is a self-proclaimed poet, though okay. he was never successful with his poetry attempts. Uh, mm. He claimed he was related to Vuk Stefanovic Karadzic, uh, who was responsible for modernizing the Serbian language and ended up translating and transcribing Serbian folktales and, most importantly, the New Testament into Serbian so that Serbians could just be the happiest little Christians reading in their own language. But nice. yeah. So another failed artist. Yeah, so failed fucking artist. Uh, now, Vuk Stefanovic was actually well known for his role in the 1829 book, The Serbian Revolution, where he gave his account of the events of Serbia, basically seeking their independence and breaking away from uh, Muslim rule. It's fucking crazy. And right. I, I hate it because it is very, very, very easy to shit all over the Serbians, and I know in the other episodes we did. We were like, "Oh yeah, fuck Serbians." Serbians have also been through a lot of shit. Oh yeah, no, that's um, that's always the case. But like, yeah, we also like as a as a blanket statement. Yes. Not fuck all Serbians. There were a lot that really did stand up against everything that was going on, but. You had Serbian nationalists that were drowning out the voices of the. Uh, well, yeah, Serbians. it's just Obviously, like saying yeah. "fuck the Nazis," but you also have to acknowledge that there were members of the Nazi Party who smuggled Jews out of the country. Like, yeah. no, I'm going to say most of them no. didn't. So that's why I can say "fuck the Nazis." <laughs> yeah, but I, there, you know, there's the always going to be. The grand scheme of this, it will be "fuck Nazi" or "fuck fuck well, Nazis and Serbians." And Serbians yeah. <laughs> Um, well, though I recognize that Serbians now are a very different group of people. There are still some stuck in their ways, but Serbia is a hundred percent different. It's a much better place than it was in the early nineties, early nineties, not a travel hotspot. 2020s still probably not a very hot travel hotspot. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. In, like I said, he, he touted being related to this this very like famous vilified uh, Serbian historian, and it was later disputed, and everyone was like, "Okay, yeah, this guy's just full of shit." Um, now, 
prior to all of his involvement in politics, um, he he actually went on record, uh, and this is this is one of his nice little poetic moments. Uh-huh. Uh, he went on record saying, uh, "Bolshevism is bad, but nationalism is even worse." Strong words coming from a future nationalist. Uh, well, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, he's, he ain't wrong. He's not wrong, but, <laughs> but he's a bit of a hypocrite. But he kind of went. He leaned towards the worst side of that statement. Well, is my yeah. favorite part. So uh, he skips out on his mandatory military service. No, uh, this guy's a coward. Yeah, too. I know. He's he Holy fucking shit. he didn't go to Vietnam, right, dude? That that's <laughs> as bad as a as a young German man who. Tried to get out of military service by just playing the supply lines out back (laughs) and saying, oh, I got gassed (laughs) when he like fucking slightly inhaled some chlorine, maybe. So I do that every time I I try to clear the drain upstairs of my wife's hair. I, I, I get a you gas attack. You a little bit of Drano, and you're like, yeah. oh, I, I, can't. I know exactly Sorry. what Hitler went through. <laughs> I, can't, I can't occupy Afghanistan this weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Eventually, he ends up heading over, and he goes to Columbia Columbia University in New York City, uh, in nineteen or in New York, sorry, in nineteen seventy five, and he had been studying brain neurotic disorders and depression for about five years. Up oh, to this point, that's good. Uh, he gets back to Sarajevo, comes on home, and uh, he starts working at the Sarajevo hospital. Uh, he's working with all these neurotic yeah. mental health histories and stuff. Yeah, oh, so he's yeah, working I mean, in the treatment center at their psychiatric fine. clinic. Oh, n- at the psychiatric clinic. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure he wasn't a patient there, and <laughs> yeah, they they just said he yeah, was working this is there? Just part of part of his part history. Of the treatment. This, in his words, he said he was working at the uh, treatment yeah. clinic. No, so uh, he worked at the treatment center's psychiatric clinic, and during his time there, uh, obviously he's making okay money. I mean, it's not phenomenal, but this is also mental health in the 1970s, Ooh, so he's so, not making great funds. Yeah, and he's not researching LSD, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. so really doing well. Uh, to bolster his <clears throat> to bolster his income, he actually starts moonlighting. Yeah, he starts falsifying psych evaluations and medical records. Now, wait, somebody's <clears throat> paying him to do this? Yes. Uh, you might you might be asking yourself, who the f- fuck would pay for a crooked psyche valve. wait wait so is he clearing people who shouldn't be cleared or is he making people seem messed up both uh oh nice so he either had co-workers or people in the health industry uh healthcare workers that would come to him seeking early retirement and they would be like oh. hey i just need you to put down that i'm slipping and he's like, okay, cool, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. 500 bucks, whatever, that's my fee. Or he would work with criminals that were trying to plead insanity that oh, were on nice. trial. What, you know what, what an ethical guy. Yeah, you know, real what an ethical fucking guy. poet, you know? Yeah, real <laughs> so, stand-up poet. So he eventually moves into a different hospital, probably because he was pushed out of the city. Yeah, he got one. caught. Uh, in 1983, in the suburbs... Uh, he ends up meeting up with this guy who was like the owner of a mining company, and together they both. I don't know how the fuck they worked. Their together. last name was Musk, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So 
They end up working together. They get a like huge fucking loan from the like s- the Bolshevik fucking agriculture company, more or less, like the Yugoslavian, okay, yeah. like the State Department agriculture company, not company. State Department of Agriculture gives them this big fucking loan. I don't know what it was for, but. Both of these guys are like, okay, cool. We're going to go build homes in this ski resort town. And so they did. And they just fucking took this money, put it there. That doesn't seem very agriculture. No, no, not so much. And that's why a year later, uh, he and his buddy were arrested for fraud. Yeah, no shit. So my guess is that he convinced the mining guy to apply for the loan. And then he's like, yeah, just give me like 50-50 because it was my idea to get the loan. And we'll say that it's for building a, a mining psychiatric well, business. I, I, don't I don't fucking know. know. Maybe like land reclamation for yeah, agricultural use po- post mining. Like that's always that's always a yeah. if that's always the scheme <laughs> is if you own a mine and you're getting an agricultural the 80s, loan, so. then you are reclaiming and rehabbing <laughs> the land around the mine to be used for agricultural yeah. purposes, dude. Governments love that shit. That's my guess. Is Makes them look that good. That has to be. It's got to be something like yeah. that, I mean, right? it's the 80s. It's the fucking prime time for schemes. It really is. So, God, we missed out. <laughs> we really did. We could have been millionaires yeah. for about for 15 t- years. Yeah. <laughs> so. for, for five, 10 years, ooh, we'd be living. Uh, I'd DB Cooper it. <laughs> I'd jump yeah. out of an airplane fuck and yeah. then die. Of course. In the wilderness somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they both get arrested for uh, fraud, and they serve just about a year in prison uh, until one of their rich friends comes and bails them out. Now, after the trial... One of the rich friends who got an early retirement because he fudged his psych papers or something. Uh, One of their rich friends who had access to the fucking agriculture loan loan. account. (laughs) No, they had access to the real estate money from creating the ski town. Right. So, uh, yeah... <clears throat> a year later, like I said, he gets bailed out, and after the trial, Radovan, well, during the trial, he gets charged with embezzlement and fraud, and uh, it's listed to serve three years. But he avoids the prison time. Let me guess. Psych evaluation came back No. Bad. Damn. I wish. So good. He avoids the him. prison time because they say, well, he already served a year. And so they're like, whatever, like, time served. Yeah, yeah, time served. And it should have been two more years, or it should have been three years after, but yeah, because he wasn't able to post bail right away. They were like, ah, whatever, that'll work. Your your 11 months served will work. (laughs) So, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. Shortly after being charged with embezzlement and fraud, he is convinced to start his political career by a friend who later became the Yugoslavian president. Hell yeah. Like within a year that dude becomes Yugoslavian president. And he's like, hey, I know that you have these really strange charges, but I have just a career opportunity for you because all of us have those same charges on our backs. Yeah. We, hey, you <laughs> I've just, got a great club schemed, that you just yeah. joined. <laughs> you, you schemed the agricultural department out of tons of money? Bruh. Get a fucking load of this. Check this out. <laughs> You're one of us now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We all have the same fucking resume, and none of us serve time either. Hell yeah. So, yeah. He he fucking he begins his political starts career. rolling on into uh, to democracy. 
Well, no, he rolls into democracy. Is it democracy at this point? Wasn't it a it, communist? It is at this point. It's it's. Uh, so it's the post-communist? Yeah, so it's post-communist in, like, the 90s. And yeah. it's moving towards each one being an independent yeah, splitting democratic union. The big so, breakup, yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he puts together the Serb Democratic Party. Uh, I'm going to call it the SDS from this point forward because in, Yeah, safety data sheet, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> it's basically, like, in, in Serbian, it's party starts with an s i don't know the fucking word i'm not going to try to say the words but Good. sds is the serbian democratic party so in 1989 is when they put it all together and their focus is on bosnian serbs and croatian serbs sticking together if yugoslavia decides to fall apart because it's the late 80s we're like two years away from everybody pushing to split like there's talks everywhere oh, yeah. of this shit. Like it happening. didn't happen all at once. It yeah, felt yeah. like it did, but yeah, it feels like sure. it doesn't retrospect, but definitely not. Well, yeah, it, it's the whole idea that that that's such a common thing when you're learning about history before you really get into it. It's like, oh, and then the Nazis invaded Poland. Yeah, it feels oh, like and then it's like and then missiles. Were, they're building missile silos in Cuba. Like, yeah, it happened all at once. No, it took a decade. Yeah, if not more, to get there. Like. We, we've done some of those episodes. I've done a couple where it's like we start off in the early 1800s. years previously. And then we get... Oh, yeah. I did one on, on the Protocols of the Elders of Zion that started in like yeah. 1702. And that went all the way into and the went 90s. Into, no, it went Fucking into current the, day. Yeah. It's and crazy shit. So I love looking at history from that perspective. Where yeah. it's, it's not all at once. It took a long time and a lot of conversations to get there. Yeah, because Yugoslavia, it, like if you were to look at how similar the white nationalists in the U.S. are handling things. Think about where things were fucking seven years ago, like 2016 before the elections. Think about where everyone is seven years later where we are now and where white nationalism is now. And where quite the they're pushing, they're now talking about, oh, it's seceding from the fucking union. And oh. it's like... It's the it's more the the emboldenment of their actions, yes. like the the actual small acts of terrorism that are happening now, where people are emboldened to go shoot up a school or a shopping center or just you know targeting electrical infrastructure. There, it, yeah, it's crazy how far it's advanced just in that short amount of time. Yeah, and I mean, when you, if you were to look at it just in an article that was like, oh, hey, uh, twenty sixteen to twenty twenty three, it would look like a handful of bullet points. That would look like everything happened really fucking quickly. Yeah. That it was all advanced. When in reality, it fuck, starts. It's gone on for at least a long with time. Reagan, yeah. if not earlier. Yeah. Like, like these ugh. are things that take time. Not everyone goes, hey, fuck Yugoslavia. We're Serbians, and uh, apparently we've always wanted to be doing our own yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't happen all but at once. But just today we decided to. Like, it takes a fucking while. So, uh,. Yeah, 1989, they put everything together, more or less for like, oh, we're we're standing up and we're we're the Serbian party. Like, we're here for the Serbians who don't have a voice, even though they have a voice and they're the reason why everyone else wants to secede from fucking Yugoslavia. So, uh, in 1991, they created a Serbian assembly, which attempts to bring all Serbians together. 
it's not just okay. the ones in uh, Bosnia and Croatia. It's every single Serbian in all of Yugoslavia. Because initially it was, yeah, like these two, three different places want to secede and Serbia kind of takes like a major part. And so, yeah, if we can rally Serbians in Bosnia, Herzegovina, Govina, God damn it, I fucking it's hate tough. it. It is so tough. Uh, and Croatia, then yeah, you if you're able to embolden these people, get them fired up, then when everything does secede, you have more power in those areas because of how you plan three years ahead. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they they basically rally all the Serbians together and they say, when this vote comes, uh, we're going to vote in favor of keeping Yugoslavia together because together all of these Serbians have way more power than if everything split up. Um, and ultimately they're just... They're doing their best to silence uh, the Muslim Bosniaks and Croatians. That's their main goal, is getting all these people to shut the fuck up. Mainly Croatia, because of what happened during World War II. The big reason, and I, I didn't know this in the previous episode, but the big reason Serbians and Croatians had such problems was because of all of the fucking genocide that was going on against Serbians in Croatia during World War II, and so many Croatians that were just more or less bystanders. Yeah, you like, I'm not gonna like World War II. I'm not gonna stand up to fucking occupy like Nazis that are occupying. Yeah, the you area. stand up, you get shot. Yeah, you're next. Like, so there's a lot of a lot of animosity. Between those two, which is why yeah, it's still within it his continue. uh, recent history, like it's in memories. Yeah, yeah, it's very fresh. Yeah, I mean, for there a are people, people that are fucking voting in this election, or that are voting to keep Yugoslavia together, that were in those fucking camps, that their yeah. parents were murdered right in front of their eyes. Like that was less than fifty years ago. At this point, it's very, very fresh on people's minds. And Serbians have a lot of anger towards it, uh, which I had no fucking idea. I I was reading and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Hold on!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Fountain was fucked. like, "Holy shit!" Okay. Um. So this is like a this is like a little prequel to the last episode. So if you want to pop back to the last one, <laughs> finish this one out and then go back and find out how many things I fucked up. Uh. So. Yeah, they all vote in favor of keep, keeping Yugoslavia together. However, because they're not getting all of the Serbians radicalized and they're not all these Serbian nationalists, you still have people that are like, no, I think that the Muslim Bosniaks should have their own voice. I think that the Croatians should be able to do their own things. I vote for secession. And so it fails. Uh, Yugoslavia begins setting everything up for for borderlines and splitting up. And uh, as soon as it's announced that they're failed, a shadow government is made by the SDS. Nice. Uh, in... In a referendum, dude, that's always a sign of a good, healthy government. Is a shadow government underneath that that is controlled Graham, by yeah. one party? Yeah, so good. So, 
uh, it was actually a referendum that was found uh, in like secret. Somebody managed to find it, and it is titled "For the Organization and Activity of the Serbian People in the Bosnia Herzegovina and Extraordinary Circumstances." What a fucking title! What a name! I'm sure in Serbian it's just like two words. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> awesome though. <laughs> but the focus of this is to use more or less the Yugoslavian People's Army as protection while they coordinate an entire takeover uh, at one of the many, like, shadow crisis headquarters that they've created at this point. Um, and in January 1992, the, uh, let's see, the SDS writes up the Constitution of the Republic of the Serbian People of Bosnia and Herzegovina, and I really need to stop putting that in this fucking in my notes. Um, we need a short version. <laughs> learn, learn, B, B and H. Learn Serbian. Bosnia and H. And so H. No, no, no. Uh, B and H. So, yeah, the, our new podcast. <laughs> B and with H. B and H. So, so, in 1992, B, yeah, they they get their constitution written up. B and H J. B and H J. That's the, the new one. Podcast. That's the fucking Sorry, pressure that... points with B and H J. <laughs> God damn. It's B and H all over a J. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you. God. We fucked up the logo. No. We're rebranding. We're rebranding. So, yeah, they they put their constitution together, and in it, it more or less takes over all of the Serbian autonomous areas, as well as Croatia, uh, where. The Serbians are basically considered the minority due to the genocide against them in World War II. Uh, But this constitution over the Serbian people ties in all of these other people. So more or less, it puts it so that they have rights in Croatia. It puts them so they have rights in Serbia and in Bosnia all over because they're under the SDS. They're representing every... Serbian. That's kind of a weird setup, yeah, I yeah. know. But it's so that they still have control in every fucking area is their attempt. Um, and a lot of people of all of these different ethnic backgrounds get together and speak out against this referendum. Serbians included. Like, they're like half of the people that are like, like no, this isn't fuck fucking is going okay. On? Yeah. And because, I mean, you're more or less looping in other countries on being able to speak over what you're seceding against. Like, it's fucking bonkers. So, it's not universally loved at all. Um, And regardless, three months later, Bosnia and uh, Herzegovina become independent, and they're recognized as such by Europe and the U.S., um, Radovan becomes a president due to his involvement in the creation of the SDS, and he's immediately put into presidential power. Hell yeah, that's the democratic yeah. way. Uh, Being placed into power. Placed, placed directly in, and he's... Did, he, did they call him the high chancellor by any chance? Right, for real. The emperor. Yeah, emperor. emperor Radovan. Emperor. Uh, and because of how things are outlined in their constitution, he immediately has power over the army. 
Which Hell they've been yeah. fucking setting up for years at this yeah, point. Yeah, that was always the plan. Yeah. So he begins working very closely with a man I've talked about before, Ratko Mladic. So Radovan and Ratko. Yeah, Radovan and Ratko. It sounds like a Disney movie in fucking <laughs> Serbia. Uh, <laughs> it's a 90s Disney movie. So, so Ratko is the major general over the Yugoslavian people. He's a army. big bitch. Yeah, he's a big bitch. So Ratko, we're going to go over his little background. He was born in 1942 in Bosnia, uh, and he grew up also without a father. His dad died in World War II in 19, 1995. In 1945, during the Italian and Nazi occupation of Croatia. However, his father was arrested and killed in a in an attempt an assassination attempt and plan to overthrow the fascist state leader so ratko's dad was a fucking like hardcore rebel to the nazis he's like oh hell go yeah. fuck yourself fascist hell yeah and ratko learned absolutely fucking nothing he learned from nothing his, from his father from his father from his father's example so, fucking nothing well he wasn't there to teach him to yeah, not be a piece of real, shit yeah, fascist yeah so Ratko starts his military career at 18. He moves into an officer's academy shortly after, which is fast as fuck. Like, it's it's not like, oh, you know, he he hops into the military and two years later he's in this officer's academy. It's within, like, fucking months. He pops in and he shows huge promise. And so they're like, yeah, put him in the officer's academy. Fuck Hell it. yeah. Uh, Get this man a job. He joins the Yugoslavian People's Army at six, in in 1965 uh, as a fucking commander. Like, Damn. the dude comes out the gate swinging. And uh, he's the youngest man in his unit, and he's over everyone in his unit. Uh, he becomes a second lieutenant three years later. He finished uh, first place in, let's see, in his class with like basically perfect scores. Damn. Um and so he just goes on a fast track to general at that point. In 1986 becomes colonel, 5 years later deputy commander, and then like months after becoming deputy commander when uh Bosnia gets its independence, he becomes major general. Ratko and Radovan in 1992 Dream team. Yeah, they put all of their focus into the Serbian takeover. And both of them, it's like I said at the start, both of them are synonymous with the title Butchers of Bosnia because of their role in every fucking thing that they did and every decision they made in the Yugoslavian crisis. Fantastic. Fucking bonkers. Dude, the, the butchers of Bosnia reminds me of the, the bitch of Buchenwald. Yeah, I know. Every, so much. Every so time much. you say it, I think you're going to say the bitch of Buchenwald. <laughs> she was also the butcher of Buchenwald, but it's not as good as the bitch yeah. of Buchenwald. So, like I said, I plan on having uh, the next episode that I do on this will be about Sarajevo. Um, and Because that's kind of the ground floor with everything that happens. That's like... Right as right as uh, as everything happens in 1991 and 1992, Sarajevo is just completely fucked right off yeah. the bat. Yeah, um, it is. 
So I'll be talking about that one in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, fucking Yugoslavia and that and the area within all those countries went through some fucking shit, man. Yeah, they're like it's a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it, but I'm also not gonna like overload you guys. Uh, the next one will be a lot. So I might take a break after the next one, do something kind of easy peasy, and then we'll get back into it. Um, and then I do plan on doing one of the episodes on Patreon uh, for our exclusive for March. So if you are interested in hearing, it won't be like a monumental episode. It'll yeah, just we're be not, some we're not bullshit dicks. that happened that kind of accentuates what Serbians were doing at the time. Um, by all means, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, you got those names pulled up? Yeah. I'll do the thing while you're pulling up the cool. names. Patreon.com forward slash points o pressure. I just realized I was talking away from my microphone. Oh, good. Uh, we've got a uh, we've got an exclusive episode, one exclusive episode per month that we've been releasing, and that's even during our breaks. So if you miss us during December and June, then. Here's a way to get an extra episode out of us during those those breaks between season and mid-season. Uh, AJ has a series voices up there. We have a bunch of sloppy seconds episodes, like 20 plus. Um, and we have some more plans for that. Uh, if you can afford it, kick ass. If you cannot, then just listen. Don't, yeah. don't feel obligated. We still love and appreciate you guys for fucking being here and putting up with our tomfoolery. So... All right, yeah. so we've got the board here. <clears throat> the chair people of the PP. We've got Mini D, Nordic Thunder, Toddle Waddle, and Weston. So, you know, they they're they they're the they're the big guys. Hot damn diggity, thank you guys. They're the big ones up top. And then of course we've got uh Abby, AJ's third nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's nuts, and Lara Ravo. Also, if you're gonna join the Patreon, make sure you're you've got your you put your address and yes. your your shirt size in yes, there. It'll ask absolutely. you, but make sure you do that. Um, Some of the lower tiers don't have shirt size, but regardless, make sure the address is in just there. Just make one's sure your very important in, is in there. We have we send some stuff out. So, and if you haven't gotten anything, I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. So, so <laughs> no complaints yet, though. Yeah, nothing yet. So uh, you know, stick around, subscribe, tell people about it. Um, uh. Yeah. Uh, what's the next part? It's me. It's <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it is your thing. Uh, so as as always, if you ever if you guys ever have show ideas, or you want to just chat about a fucking kick ass movie you just saw, so I mean any recommendations whatsoever, music, movies, TV shows, books, articles, food, show ideas, send me your recipes, food. whatever the fuck you've got. If you have something that you want to share with us. By all means, send it to us at uh, Instagram at points o pressure, and same with the email ppdnaj. If you need somebody to talk to, reach out there. We'll catch you guys next Monday.